Hello, and welcome to episode 149 of Film Night. My name's Richie. My name's Jack. My name's Henry. My name's Joe. And in today's episode, we're talking about 71. With us also this week is uh, another very special guest. Uh, good friend of ours is Ashley Mark Gregson. <laughs> Hello, gentlemen. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Great How to you have doing? you here. Thanks for having me. No problem. Good to have you. How are you doing? I'm well, I'm well. Another, uh, another day down in lockdown, so can't complain too much, really. Oh, yeah. Same. Yeah, I mean, the weather's not been too good this today, has it, really? No, it's got a bit cooler, hasn't it? Shocking. It has. It's been shocking, Joe. It has. We're all highbrow here, Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to get the weather chat. Yeah, we, 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 we must. <laughs> um, I trust you're a long-time, long-time listener to the show. Ash. Well, I, I will say I've, I did my homework and, uh, <laughs> and listened back through the, the Vice episode. Okay. Um, that was particularly good. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Lots of contrasting opinions. That Have episode in particular. Yeah, yeah, again, sorry, mate. Have you seen it? I haven't, no. Right. No, I thought I'd get a feel for uh, how the podcast was run. So did you, did you, did you skip the spoiler section then? <laughs> oh, yes, of course. <laughs> well no it's a pleasure to have you Ashley and I'm sure I'm sure you've uh, well actually my first question is the film the film we've chosen tonight sorry you've chosen yeah um, was there any reason behind it or did you just see it and it did it just take, tickle your interest or well one of the points you boys picked up on when I listened to the vice was uh, timing or, or length of <laughs> so would that, would that have been Joe Ashley was it, was it you that. Joe sorry mate well done well done so when I, well, I saw <laughs> I saw obviously the length of it I thought oh this will be good and then I had a look at it and I thought oh, it's, it's probably a little different you know it's there's a bit of history to it so mm. probably we all have a you know a bit of knowledge in um, and you can't be a bit of action in you know in a film even though it is uh a bit of an appalling situation, but no, yeah. that was it really. Mm. Um, something I hadn't seen before. I do enjoy mm. a bit of a, a film with a bit of history to it that you can get behind. Yeah. Uh, and that was it really. No real thought process. Sounds, yeah. sounds uh, like a good, good bit of yeah, work. Pr- pretty good choice, I'd say. Mm. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, uh, it's certainly going down a different route to our previous guest, uh, Teppy. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Very different. I mean, that's tech for you, eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, complete yeah, contrast, did. really. You yeah, we can't say... to 71 in... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's a contrast for you, isn't it? Over one week, or however long it is. Yeah, definitely. Uh, how are the rest of you guys doing anyway? Woody, I believe you've had a bit of a grueler today, have you not? I've had a grueler, yeah. Yeah, mm. I'm, I'm a bit exhausted to be honest. I've only just watched this film as well, so I have an exam today. Right. Didn't go very well. Less said about it, the better. Um, oh, dear. And then thought I'd watch this, and it was a lot more intense than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not really a relaxing Monday night watch. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not at all, really. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, I had a bit of a shitter today, to be honest, with this exam. So. I've opened a few beers and thought, fuck it, because yeah. I can't change it now, can I? So might as well enjoy yourselves and Quite right. talk about this Yeah, film. Exactly. Yeah, why not? Yeah, well, should we, should we get into it then? Yeah, yeah let's we do should. it. Okay. Uh, this week, we're talking about 71, 
Here's a clip. Please don't bring them back in. Stay quiet. Fucking breath. A soldier? A real soldier? Fucking brilliant. What boy see him? I don't know, I was in a school. Is it McGarry? Ah, Sparks? Hollywood? I don't know, what are you doing at anyway? Get home. No, I'm home. You lost? Come on, I take it back to your bards. Come on, I'll take you to your bards. It's up to you. 71 is directed by Yen Demange, and it stars Jack O'Connell, Sean Harris, Paul Anderson, Sam Reed, and Sam Hazeldean. The synopsis is, a young British soldier must find his way back to safety after his unit accidentally abandons him during a riot in the streets of Belfast. What did you four think of 71? Shall I kick us off? Yeah, go on then, Jeff. Yeah. Well, Ashley, I've got to say, it was a fantastic choice, my friend. Um, <laughs> I really, really enjoyed it. Um, like you, I haven't, didn't know anything about it. Um, never heard of it, to be honest. Um, but it really was gripping. I mean, Woody's touched on it there as well. Incredibly intense, um, particularly the final act uh, as it sort of reached its climax. But I just thought everything about it was brilliant. It was, it felt very authentic. The set really felt like they were in the heart of Belfast. I've had a little look afterwards and it was actually shot in Northern England, but they did a great job of sort of making it look and feel like it was over in Ireland, Northern Ireland. Blackburn. Blackburn, yeah. Um, I thought the direction was brilliant. I've never seen anything else from this director. I had a little look at his filmography and there's not really anything on there of note or that I've seen. Um, I thought Jack O'Connell and I thought everyone involved, actually, the entire cast, were really, really good. Fantastic performances. Um, he was in uh, that film with George Clooney, wasn't he, that we quite liked? Bunny Monster. Money Monster, it? yeah. Yeah, I don't remember us quite liking it though, did we? Yeah, yeah I liked it. Oh, okay. Oh, like, oh I, I think. Hmm, yeah, maybe I'm remembering that wrong then, but I think I quite liked it. I'll have to listen back to the episode maybe. Hmm. But um, anyway, I think I, I, I at least think his performance in that film was good. Um, and he was also in This Is England, wasn't he? It was a smaller role, but he's yeah, a very good actor. First ever film, right? Well, I think Woody's been a, a fan of his for a while. You, you must have seen him in other things, have you? I've seen him in all sorts, yeah. Um, Startup, mm. which is also released in the same year as 71. Um, I've seen him in a lot of things, and I'm, I'm a big fan. And, mm. and I think Jack's spot on. He, he was brilliant in this. He really was. He carried, mm. carried the film for a lot of it, because he was on his own for a lot a lot of the time. Mm. Yeah. Majority of the time, I'd say. Yeah. 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 I thought everyone was great as well. Sean Harris, brilliant performance. Um, and just everything about it. Like I said, it was... I mean, from what they were going for, you know, intense, very gripping film, they nailed that because I really was hooked. I mean, I was on the edge of my seat for a lot of it. I wasn't sure how it was going to pan out. I wouldn't say it was predictable. I really didn't know who was going to survive and who was going to make it and all that sort of thing. Um, and yeah, it just, the time flew by. And, and by the end, I was sort of, it took me a few minutes just to gather myself because it really was very intense. But I loved that about it. Um, perhaps if you 
yeah, like if, if Woody's had a slightly stressful day with the exam and that, and perhaps not the film you'd choose. <laughs> but, um, but no, it worked really well for me. And like Ash said at the start, you know, the action, brilliant. Really well choreographed action. Felt like you were in the heart of it. And yeah, I was really, really impressed. All right, cool. Um, well, I don't know about anyone else, but I'm uh, quite interested to hear from our guest now on, uh, yes, on the film. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I pick it up on, on the, the director and, and the actors in it. I'll be honest, I hadn't um, heard of this chap before, but he did direct Top Boy. Uh, yeah. which was which was fabulous mm-hmm. um and i must say i think the only chap i really recognized for it was richard dormer who played a the, the role of taking him in and and banding him up mm-hmm. he, he, yeah. was in, um, he was in fortitude and then cobra recently um but as far yeah, as the rest of them i've seen yeah. yeah as far as the rest of them, i haven't really seen any um but i th- i thought it was it was well done um and i think what i liked as well is because a lot of it was, you know, it was moving around in the dark and the night. I thought it was particularly hard to distinguish who was in fact Catholic or Protestant or, Mm. and so you're always thinking, you know, whose hands has he fallen into? Mm. And as well with the, obviously the undercover, you know, British military chaps, I suppose it's, (laughs) how true it is, you you can't speculate, but it it certainly makes you you think really. Um, Mm. And obviously the, um, the hatred to the Brits as well. I thought it was very well done. Um, and and mm. on anything that's in a, you know, for for us chaps, you know, with it being a, you know, UK island based trouble, they've depicted it quite well, I thought. Mm. And I think it, it wasn't over the top in terms of being sided towards the Irish or sided towards the UK. I thought it was very well done, actually. Yeah. And, and ended well, I must say. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah nice. Good stuff. Uh, okay, who's, who wants to go next? I'll jump in if you want. Yeah. Go for it, Pat. Yeah. Okay, I, Ashley, I, wanna, I, I just want to say to you first, you are the third of our guests that we've had um, during this lockdown <laughs> scenario. And we, we, we sort of said, let's, let's get some guests on and, and let's sort of add, add some different voices. And you, you have picked... The best film so far. <laughs> so yeah, you, you could you you take that and wear it proud because yeah. I mean I mean don't get me wrong. Last week, Tonga Ninja, yes, it was so bad it was good. Um, but flipping it the week before, I mean, listen to that pod, listen to that podcast when it comes out next week. Watch, watch it actually. Do you remember that? Do you remember the name of the film that we did the other week, Joe? Yeah, it's, it's edged on, in, in, my, in my head. The reflecting skin. <laughs> yeah, that's right. God. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, so, yeah, watch it, then listen to the podcast. But no, I, re- I, I, I thought this was a stunning film. Um, I didn't really know much about the Troubles in Ireland. I'm quite into my history. Mm. Um, but that, that sort of history, I've got to admit, I always find really difficult to get my head around and sort of comprehend and understand. Mm. Um, but watching this film, it, 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 yeah, it just sort of brought it to life. And if you're not in, if you're not into it, or if you're not sort of researching it, then I think sometimes it does just sort of like go past you. But it was really, you know, I was thinking of it afterwards and just the senseless sort of death and 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 what went on. So looking back, it didn't have to happen, which is the same with all wars. But you know, it, it did make me think. And, and Jack, you're absolutely right. When you sort of finish it and the credits roll, you just sort of sat there for a couple of minutes, just sort of like reflecting on it. Um, I thought the acting was was superb. Um, really strong cast. 
Um, yeah, I just, I, I really like, I, I thought it was a great film. I, I, I'd, I'd sit and watch it again tonight, to be completely honest, which for me is, <laughs> to say that, is unheard of. Yeah, pretty much unheard of, yeah. That um, is the highest praise. <laughs> so, no, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't need to say anymore. I just, just thought it was great. A really, really good film. All right. What about you, Woody? What do you think? Yeah, um, I think I think there's been some very measured points and good <laughs> points been, been made so far. Um, I, I did enjoy this film. I don't think I enjoyed it as much as you guys. Um, and I, I think part of the problem, and Greggy touched on it there, is just the confusion of uh, who is who, who's working for who, hmm. and because of the style, the handheld style, and it, it's as if we're following Jack O'Connell around on this night. And I didn't necessarily have a problem with that. I, I like that style. I really do. Um, it just at times made things a tad confusing. Um, and I think we might get into a discussion would very much help me because I've only watched it half an hour ago and I'm confused. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> um, I, I, think, I think the cast did a great job. There's some really good performances in there. Um, obviously, Jack O'Connell's the star man, but uh, Clark is right. I think Sean Harris was, was brilliant as well. Not as keen on his northern accent. I think he's just sticking yeah. with Cockney. Um, <laughs> Paul Anderson was, was good. I always like Paul Anderson. Um, and like Greggy said, I, I do, I'm do. i a fan of Jan. Um, he did Top Boy, which is an incredible show. Um, and he, I, I think he was also involved in the, the Netflix, uh, the second season which Netflix made after it was sort of cancelled from Channel 4. Um, he wasn't a director. I think he was just a producer. But I actually think that second season's better uh, than the, the original Top Boy. It's very different. Um, so it's interesting to see how he's developed as, as a filmmaker. Um, I'm, uh, I'm not sure if some of the things, what he's trying to do, I wasn't as keen on. And I think it's going to help, like I said, to have a bit of discussion about it because one is rather puzzled about certain things, about these troubles. Um, <laughs> so yeah, a discussion might help, but I, I did enjoy it, and I, I'm not saying that I didn't. Um, I'm just less, less of a fan of this, at this stage as you boys are. So, um, yeah, mm, very measured, I, very measured, Henry. I think I'll like to delve into it a bit further. <laughs> All right then. Well, I agree with every single statement everyone said so far uh, <laughs> on this film. Oh, except uh, one, which is when. Uh, Ash mentioned that it's probably a subject we all know a lot about. Um, <laughs> I was yeah, putting you in high regard, boys. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a mistake. Um, no, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sure you boys won't be too surprised to hear that it's actually not a subject I know I knew anything about, really. Um, but thankfully, I did do a bit of research before watching the film. And that well, you a lot. I wouldn't have guessed that, Richie, because you, you did so well in that general knowledge round the other yeah. night. <laughs> <laughs> yes, general knowledge and history are among the plethora of subjects that are not my strong suits. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I, yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't know a lot about this, and uh, but did some research beforehand, which definitely helped a lot, and I found very interesting anyway, because it's a very interesting uh, subject. Um, but yeah, that, that really helped because uh, I think if I hadn't done that, then I would have just been like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Um, but um, I also agree with what uh, Woody was saying. I was still 
found it very hard to follow at times um, and struggled to understand, yeah, who was Protestant, who was Catholic, um, who was undercover and what motivations everyone had. Didn't help that there were two characters that looked identical uh, to me and who were on opposing sides, I think. And uh, I thought they were the same person until a good deal into the film. (laughs) But that was confusing me as well. Um, but no, I enjoyed it a lot. I absolutely loved the acting and I loved the uh, direction of the action sequences. I don't know the director. I don't, I've never heard of this Top Boy thing that's, uh, that you're talking about. I've not talked about it before. I must have years ago. Well, you I've might have done. About it before. Well, you might have yeah. done. I've just forgotten. I mean, but... the, the, the first stuff was when we were at, at Schoolwood, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, I watched it on yeah. Sunday night. I used to watch it on Channel 4. I agree with you. I think the latter stuff is far better. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even know what it is. Um, you, should, so you should check it out. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's brilliant. I think everyone would, you'd all like it. Okay. Yeah. It's fantastic. I'd be up for trying it. Um, yeah. I just got to be careful. Be. Sorry, I know I've just gone off a bit of tangent, Richie, but um, yeah. you know how Netflix, where it takes their own thing and it says like a Netflix original series? Yeah. Uh, if, you, if you go on to Netflix, because uh, I rewatched it fairly recently, it's called the original one, which Jan made, is called Top Boy Summer House. And then Top Boy, which is called Top Boy, is the Netflix is the season two follow on, um, right? And it just you know it was produced by Drake, because yeah. <laughs> right. it, it basically got cancelled, and he put right. a shitload of money behind it and, and made it himself. And that's why I was a bit like, oh god, it's going to be absolutely dire. And it's it's even better. I'd say it's one of the best Netflix series I've I've seen. Oh, mm. it's really brilliant. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's really random. Um, I'm surprised because he also made, and I've just looked on his letterbox, he also made a, a TV show called Dead Set, which is even longer ago. Did anyone ever watch that? No. no. It's another uh, Channel 4 thing. Uh, Charlie Brooker wrote it. It's his first thing he ever wrote, and it was a zombie apocalypse um, comes into the UK, but it's like, in the Big Brother house. <laughs> we all enter the Big Brother house. And there's like Davina McCall's running around as a zombie. All <laughs> okay. Fantastic. They're really, really funny, but dark and gory. Yeah. yeah. And I never knew he, he, he directed that, but that was 2008. That's mm. even longer ago. But that's another, another belt of it that he's done. But um, yeah, I think film wise, I, I don't know any films that he's done apart from this, I, I must admit. Yeah. Right. No, I don't know, don't know any anyway, of these. Went off a bit. It's tangent now, Richard. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Um, yeah, no, not heard of him. Um, but I did think he did a very good job with this. Um, although I will say that there was maybe a, a bit too much lens flare going on for me at times. Um, thought I was watching something directed by J.J. Abrams at one point. Um, yeah, it, it only bothered me at certain points. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was just once I once I started noticing it, I couldn't not notice it. Really, you can't you can't not see it? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't. I wouldn't say that was an issue for me. Okay. Well, hopefully it will be for any future watches now. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that was that was just one kind of thing that kind of bothered me a bit. But apart from that, that was uh, no very well done. So yeah, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it a lot. A point that you've you've all raised, apart from Pep, one you know talking about the confusion and how it wasn't always easy to work out who was a Catholic and who was a Protestant. And, and I'd agree with you because I also had that issue a few times, but for me, it wasn't, it, the film sort of got away with it because 
because of the chaotic nature of of the troubles and yeah and and also the the film sort of gave off a sense a few times that even even they weren't even sure do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so yeah definitely there were so so for me while i do agree and they probably could have done a better job in that regard i wouldn't go as far as to say it was a big issue for me because i think it was almost perhaps trying to convey that a little bit maybe they went a bit too far with that um well you might be you might be right jack but i i i do think I think that for, for me personally, it, it could be really confusing at times and that did kind of hurt the plot and, and hurt my, yeah. my following of the plot. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't deny that. And I think, like I said, I think they perhaps could have made it a bit clearer and it also didn't help that obviously a large chunk of the film takes place during the night time, which doesn't help. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think the chaotic nature of it was was quite well um, put across, and and the whole thing is just yeah. so like Joe, Joe Joe used a great word, the word senseless in his in, in opening sort of statement, um, and I don't know the backstory, so I don't want to sort of say too much about this, but it did seem very senseless to me. Mm. Um, you know, young kids being shot, and it all seemed very very chaotic, and that opening sequence was a really great start for me, you know, when um, they get deployed to Belfast to their shock because they're all expecting to go somewhere abroad, but they get sent to Belfast and then straight away on day one almost or day two maybe, they're on the front line and they're standing across this street that's that's already, you can see the scars of battles and cars, you know, on fire and stuff. Um, and they're lining the street and out of nowhere, obviously a riot ensues. Hundreds of locals come out and they're all angry and they all think that they shouldn't be here, you know, get, get out of our country, etc. Mm-hmm. And that was very chaotic. And the camera, like what he alluded to was, was, or maybe it was Ash, was a handheld style. It was right in the thick of it, in the middle of this crowd. It was disorientating. You know, you weren't even sure what was going on, really. You felt like you were there, didn't you? I yeah, you felt, yeah, yeah, I did feel like I was there. And, and yeah, it was very and, stressful. And obviously it was very mm-hmm. stressful. It was, it was very much like you were in the middle of it. And then, that made it obviously quite easy to believe that a soldier in the middle of all that could get, could get lost and could get separated. Um, so I thought the start of the film was really good and um, it hooked me right from the off, I would say. Mm. Yeah, I'll follow that up, Clarky. And I think why, why I thought it was particularly good is, I mean, talk about other, other war films I don't know, that I've seen lately might be, you know, a 1917 or Dunkirk or something like that, which depicts wars we all know that are fought in, you know, barren farmland, mm. not in the middle of, of Belfast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that, that was particularly good. Um, and it was, it was also the way it got into it, because I didn't know what to expect. I thought, you're going to get, you know, there's going to be violence, you know, you, lots of civilian casualties in the Troubles. But it was, you know, the... Like, like you said, you know, you're on the ferry to Belfast. We need mm-hmm. you on a, you know, on a, on a sort of supporting patrol where one minute we've gone from full right gear to absolutely nothing. Yeah. And then within, I don't know, a couple of minutes, a teenager's blown the head off a soldier and you go, right, mm-hmm. okay, this is, this is trouble. Yeah. And it was incredible. He was incredibly naive, that officer, wasn't he? Um, I've heard they depict probably young lads in war quite well naivety yeah, yeah, in yeah. the headlights sort of thing really yeah 
Um, I liked I liked that inclusion of that that whole scene actually where it was they're all getting their riot gear and then he told them to yeah. to put that yeah. all back. I liked mm. I liked they had that idea in them of trying of them trying to show themselves as yeah. symbols of peace. Um, yeah. Rather than rather than just going straight in, but at a detri- detriment to their own safety. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I did, like Ash, sort of, I knew there was going to be violence, but as soon as that gun came out, and I mean, it, it was a split second, wasn't it? I mean, the gun came out, boom, right in these, I was like, oh, okay, right, okay. We're going all in, are we? <laughs> Jolly good. It was um, a shock. It was a it shock. Was, it was shock. I mean, and that replicated a little bit further down the line with the massive explosion in the pub. And it, and it was, and it was even more shocking because we'd had five or ten minutes of, you know, chaos, high intensity, stress, people shouting, screaming, um, and then that woman came in and broke it all up, didn't she? Mm. Um, you know, she grabbed she grabbed them off the soldiers and said, you know, you you should be ashamed of yourself. Get off him. They're just as young as you. Um, and then you sort of think, right, the situation's at least been calmed down. And out of nowhere, this lad just walks up and obviously does what he does. And it was in- incredibly shocking. Yeah, there was a good, ra- good range of emotional, sorry, Woody, just a good range of emotional um, feelings that different people had, even people that were on the same side as each other in that mm, respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry, but do you know what's, what's even more shocking than all of that? Even more shocking, oh. the guy who pulled the trigger was the survivalist in the survivalist. Wait, really? What? Yes. Oh yeah. my god. I recognized him and I went to IMDb and I was like, oh, fucking surely not that guy. And it, yeah, it is. It's oh the my survivalist. God. I had no idea about that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh, Greggy, the survivalist is the worst film that we've ever seen on film night. <laughs> if you want to, you want to listen to a good episode, listen to that. It sounds like you boys have had some gems over the years. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> just dumbfounded by what we've just seen. It's <laughs> one of the worst films I can't ever believe that made. It's horrendous. Because in that film, he had like a. Skin I recognise it straight away movie. without the beard. Hmm. Right. Oh, did you? Right. Yeah, yeah. and uh, facial hair. Um, I, you know, you just look at it, so you think, where are they recognise him from? And right. I, I went on IMDb, and there he was. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, well, know. that is a bombshell you've just dropped. <laughs> well, someone that we haven't mentioned yet. Know, sorry. Um, that I thought was <laughs> big bombshell. That I thought was um, just great, as he, as he, I think he usually is. I haven't seen him in many things, though. To be fair, uh, was Barry Keegan. I thought he was very good. Um, Yes, uh, I I really like the way he held himself. He was his mate, the whole thing, wasn't he? The guy yeah. who pulled the trigger. Hmm. Uh, well, did we, did we first see him in Dunkirk? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's yeah he's a great young actor, isn't he? He was no, I saw him in uh, the Killing of a Sacred Deer. Oh yeah, he was in that as well. Was that before Dunkirk? I, I thought I thought that was after. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. Oh no, I'm pretty sure. It might have both been in 2017, maybe. Mm-hmm. Right. But I, I, yeah, okay. But the yeah. film, I, I saw Dunkirk before that, and um, he, what was his role in that? He, was he part of the... Oh, he was part of... He was the, with Killian Murphy. Yeah, he was part mm-hmm. of the father and son going across on the boat. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, bloody hell. Yeah, I've got you now. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I did. I, I kept... Because 
I cast it onto my TV yeah. um, and I've got it on obviously got it on my phone and then the, every time the scene changes obviously the cast list changes and then you can so I'm sort of like looking through as the film's going on so sort of like glimpsing down like the actors are changing and, I, and I, I saw him the first couple of scenes I was like I recognise him from somewhere where do I recognise him looked down yeah. and I said Dunkirk and as soon as it said Dunkirk I was like yeah I've got him mm. yeah um, I tell you what was a, a, a very small piece of humour in what was a very dark film was when they um, they got over to exploded the pub to Ireland no, no. <laughs> god no <laughs> go, go over to Ireland and our colonel man is there showing them the rooms and he or, or the room where they're going to sleep and he goes this is where you eat and sleep and I'll show you where to shit later on <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, did you, what did you expect lads the fucking reds <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that. Put, that, that was the only part that put a smile on my face I was like oh okay right I didn't think he was the best actor to be completely honest but yeah <laughs> um, no. you got to take yeah. what you can get though with comedy in this film uh, yeah, yeah. Um, well talk, talking of um, that scene that we've alluded to a couple of times now the, the pub scene mm-hmm. um, we talk about young actors a lot but I thought that young lad was brilliant Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's the best how, thing, isn't it? He mm. was fantastic, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, brilliant. Just stole the scene completely. I mean, stole it from Jack. I know Jack O'Connell didn't say a word, but still. Um, I barely understand a word he said, though. Fucking... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, just to jump just to jump in there, James. I did at that, uh, when he was talking, that young lad, I put the subtitles on. Oh, did you? Yeah. And, and I watched the rest of the film with subtitles. Oh, yeah. did you? Oh, dear. <laughs> I had to. I had to because I couldn't. I couldn't understand what he was saying. I, I really was couldn't. Thick. It was. Yeah. Well, that's and, what you get. That's what you get with these foreigners, isn't it? Correct. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was very. It was very authentic, and I think. Yeah, I'd rather that than someone drafted in and using a crappy fake one. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, just, yeah, I, just wanted, I just wanted to highlight that young lad because for the short time he was in it, he was brilliant. Yeah, no, I agree. He was yeah, it was. Good. Um. Yeah, and, and, and it was quite. Good. It was. Oh, sorry, Richie. No, I was just going to say that his demise definitely took me by surprise. Um, oh, that was yeah, that was that was horrible. Yeah. That, I mean, shot, I mean, that I, final shot. I mean, maybe maybe I should have seen it coming when they started talking about fumbling the the bomb, but mm. um, I didn't. Yeah, well, they sort of yeah the way they did it, he fumbled it and he got away with it. Mm. Um, so that yeah, see, yeah, that that point, I because obviously one of the plain clothes guys went off didn't they and went to the car and said you stay here um and at that point i thought oh hang on have they have they triggered it from outside there, there was and I, I know he'd sort of like yeah. i know i knew he sort of like dropped or didn't drop it but he was like be careful with it be careful with it and then when it went up i could see it coming i could see as, as he was walking out of the pub i thought it's gonna go in a minute but and then i af- afterwards i thought did they Detonate it by accident or on purpose in the car. Did they have something that they could detonate it with? Yeah, so that was a moment that confused me a lot, definitely. Um, yeah. When he walked out and he spoke to he spoke to the undercover cop there, didn't he? Yes, yeah. And that confused me because at that point I thought he was the Irish guy that, uh, yeah. that chastised the others for for shooting the soldier. Um, right. So that was, yeah. It confused me for one thing, but yeah, I, I was I was confused for a while as to whether that was an accident or or on purpose. That's saying, 
So oh, that's interesting. And I thought I thought he was he was being so aggressive that I thought he was going to go and kill um, uh, Jack O'Connell there, mm. which didn't make sense to me at the time, and I suppose still doesn't really make much sense to me. I'm still a bit confused about their motivations, to be honest. I I think it, it, I'm with you on on that. It was it was confusing. Um, but I think what they did, what what was quite good, was how it how it then depicted the fallout from within the same side of the Catholics. You know, did you do it? No, I thought you did it. Sort of. Yeah. Thing. Then you see the fallout there of of the hierarchy. But yeah, mm-hmm. it was what what. Um, well, I suppose you always know, don't you? But I think what what I was quite surprised why was probably the level of involvement. Yeah. of the English yeah. Uh, yeah. on either side probably mm. naively so but it was yeah it's quite well done but I think probably quite unnerving at the same time yeah, yeah. I didn't see any of that on my uh, quick bit of research so yeah. that was a surprise to me so I don't know yeah I have to look into that a bit deeper yeah mm. and I, I, I agree with that I, I think when, when you just think of the troubles in Ireland, you just think of these two two sides sort of fighting off against yeah. each other, don't you? And and unless you do some some deep research into it, it's there's more than just meets the eye, isn't there? The, it, it is like you say, Ash. It is quite scary, quite you know, concerning in a way. Um, but it's never just as plain and simple as just two sides fighting against each other. It's yeah. What what can I? What were those women? Just referring back to the opening scene that I've already talked about, where they they lined up across the street trying to trying to prevent all these locals from coming through. Um, all the sort of housewives were banging dustbin lids. Was yeah. that just was that just intimidation or to no, annoy them? Was was must, it must have been an alert. The Brits were there. Yeah, it must have been an alert. Yeah. Oh, like a warning. Okay, right. Yeah. That it's makes sense. All the locals yeah, out. it's kicking off. That makes sense. Oh, I, I thought that was quite clever, it, actually. It was quite clever. Well, maybe not clever, but I thought it was quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was maybe to just uh, put them off because they were having to like scream over this sound of, <laughs> you know, they, they turned up and they're trying to give simple orders like, right, you go here, right? But they were having to like scream it. And I thought maybe it was just their way of disrupting the plan. I don't know. But yeah, it makes sense. It would be warning. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw yeah. when I was looking, when I was looking it up that uh, a lot of the Catholics didn't immediately have as much of a problem with the Brits that, that they were that they they did they did see them as kind of more just trying to keep the peace at, at least until at least until Bloody Sunday mm-hmm. which was after which is after this uh, this film right okay so, so but I suppose there was a bit of that still wasn't there because we talked about that that woman that uh, told them to leave them alone so I don't know still very interesting yeah. um yeah. Just go, just just thinking about the the young chap. I can't remember his name. That um, that was part of of that gang, and he had had the gun. And, and every single time, he just he couldn't go through with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, 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 yeah, I, I felt for him. I I, I really did. Yeah. Um, especially you know, especially towards the second part of the film. Um, I suppose you know when he goes home and he's got his guns underneath the floorboards and. He's, he's just, you know, do you think his mum didn't know what was going on or do you think she was just so naive or do you think she just wanted to pull that to the back of, no. back of her head? I think she knew what was going on. Yeah. Uh, you Sorry. don't think she had a clue, clue would he? 
No, because she was she was asking him, "Oh, how was college?" And he was. Is that- I see. I thought. Yeah, that. but then she she chased him out out of the house um, when he stormed off at one point, and seemed quite frantic about it. So she must have known. She must have had an idea. Mm. Yeah, but she didn't, she didn't really stop it, did she? She just ran off after oh. he left. It so. seems like she yeah. can do a lot to stop him. She might have had an idea, but, but I don't. Be- well, no, he's got a gun in his hand. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I just thought... have, um, she'd have put two and two together. There wasn't, uh, yeah. without being too um, classist, there wasn't too much wealth and cars around in the scenes. So mm. anyone yeah. with cars yeah. of that period yeah. would have been of uh, yeah. a party. Some dodgy dealings. Kind. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, it's, it, but it's a good point you bring up, uh, Joe, about his his character and... and his inability to go through with, with things. And I think it goes back to what Ash was saying before about this being a war film, but is in a lot of ways very different to, mm. to, to that kind of war. Um, and I, you can definitely see how, um, how, how less of a, how less desensitized he could be about it and, or anyone in that situation could be and it, and it feel maybe a bit more like murdering rather than war casualty. Yeah, yeah. almost like assassinations, wasn't it? Some of them, mm-hmm. um, like that. Those two younger lads who were just hell bent, weren't they? And um, those were the two older older lads that dragged on, dragged Barry Keown along, and he seemed to be a bit younger than them. And obviously, is that how it's pronounced? What did I say? Keown. Is that how it's pronounced? Oh, well, uh, to be fair, I don't actually know which one it is. That's just what I say. What did you say? Keegan? Maybe it's Keegan. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, you could see how how he was sort of obviously heavily peer pressured to get involved and do their dirty work, you know, mm-hmm. grab the guns. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like I said, the assassination attempt on that other guy, that was probably one of the more confusing bits for me. That older guy, was he Boyle? He kept referring to Boyle, yeah. 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 They... Him and those two lads had a, had two or three sort of arguments, didn't they? And mm. I wasn't sure I wasn't sure what their relationship was. Um, and then they stormed in on him in the pub, um, and he was having to go at them for going against my orders. And, you know, don't get involved. And, and they were just sort of like, "Look, we're going to go through with this, whether you like it or not," sort of thing. And then yeah. and then you, and then he walked out and he said to his mate, "Right, look, we're not listening to him. You get the guns, so I'll get the guns." You make sure he doesn't go anywhere, and I'll meet you, meet you back here. Mm. I think Boyle Boyle was, yeah, I think Boyle was the older, the elder statesman of that, the older side of the IRA, so the older chaps, and right. the the younger lad was just IRA sort of foot soldiers. So, I think Greg, you were saying before about like, the infighting, and a lot of this was actually sort of made by the English. They got them fighting against each other. And squabbling against each other, um, but I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Boyle was is like an older IRA guy, so the kind of on the same side, but they're kind of not, aren't they? I, but you yeah, think I, anyway, I don't know. Yeah, if else were they no, were they suspicious IRA. of him? They're both IRA, yes. Yeah, mm. um, I, I, are they because he, he was yeah. kind of playing both sides. Or yeah, I mean, I saw the way yeah. I got it was. <laughs> When you think of IRA, the majority of the time you think of explosions, don't you? And when I was watching it, I, I, I thought 
and got the idea that these younger lads just wanted to go out on a killing spree with yeah. the guns and just go out there and just go for Yeah, it. they were a bit more extremist. Yeah, they? whereas he was... Because yeah. when that... I think it was when the pub exploded or there was an explosion where... They, yeah, it must have been. They went to him and he went and they asked him outright, right, was that you? Yeah. So I got the idea that he was more on the sort of like strategic, let's plant, you know, we'll place these bombs and explosions. Whereas these guys were just like, right, it's gone a free for all. Let's, you know, mm. search the streets. Anybody we see that we don't agree with, shoot them dead. Um, mm. So that was where I sort of got that relationship. Obviously, yeah, he, he, he was the top dog when he or was seen as the old statesman. Um, and there was this idea that they wanted to take over and take it in a different direction, maybe. Um, yeah, that's true. And they were sort of seeing how far they could push him because whereas, whereas once they would have done exactly you know, what he says goes, but now as the, perhaps as, the, as they're getting older and they're getting ideas of their own in terms of their own beliefs, oh, our beliefs don't quite line up with his, even though we're on the same side. Mm. We definitely think we should go about it this way, whereas he's much more a different way. And perhaps we just need to push his authority a bit and see see what we can get away with. But there was a specific line where he, where he said, I think he's lying and I'm going to kill him. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Was that when they were leaving the pub? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's quite clever that it's all, all of that unrest and um, imbalance just stems from a AWOL British soldier lost in the streets of Belfast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, that's, that's where you had the, uh, the fall apart of, of that IRA leadership and then the British yeah. involvement. I think that's where I got particularly confused at to where where that stood. Yeah, I think I think maybe it's time to move on to that because I, I was as well. I, I I can't. I don't really understand what their. Well, I guess I understand what their goal was, but I suppose I don't understand why it was their goal. Um, it seemed the undercover mm-hmm. the undercover guys want just wanted Jack O'Connell dead, and I'm not sure why. Does anyone have any other? Yeah, I mean, I think Richie on that. I think how. How I have have um, understood it is obviously you've got undercover um, British personnel on on the the Protestant side. Um, obviously, rightly or wrongly, or however it's depicted, funding their their arms and bombing. Right. But also, you've got then that undercover element that are essentially liaising with the IRA. And there's a little bit of dirty work, but it's a to and fro scenario. So right. you know, it, that's that's I think that's when the the whole sort of you know, yeah, it get, probably as we talk about when we get further on, there was definitely that a particular moment of the the sort of agreement almost that just showed they were playing essentially both sides of the field, but ultimately to the to the advantage of the Northern Irish, the the UK side. Hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. That's well. I guess that's what confused me because it seemed like they were leaning more towards the uh, the Republic of Ireland side. Mm. Mm. And they just they just needed greater management because they were uh, right. Probably the most da- well, the most dangerous thing you've seen on British soil, really. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, it was. It was. Yeah, quite intriguing. Even, mm. even like the whole barracks setup. You've got obviously your you know your military personnel, and then you've got these high branch undercover blokes that are, you know, heading out unarmed in unmarked cars into the, the nights of Belfast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you can see how that 
the lack of, and obviously they can't communicate. They can only communicate to a certain extent because obviously they don't want their whatever their plots or whatever to to be exposed and their missions and what what have you. But goes go back to I think what Ash said earlier on, where it just it strays from just an AWOL soldier. You know, the fact that everybody wasn't looped in on this mission or, the, or or this sort of angle to to side with the IRA to an extent mm. to keep it moving and to keep things as sort of low down as they can be um that just adds to it as well um you know the fact that if you're not in the loop then you can take it in so many different ways and and it can actually result in more harm and more death than actually needs to happen and, and needs to take place mm. um well yeah um all right Interesting points. Has anyone got any other anything else they want to they want to bring up about seventy one? We haven't spoken much about. Oh, sorry. Have you got a point, Joe? I was just going to say, could we potentially talk about the the end? Yeah, uh, the I mean, going on to favorite scenes. That was probably probably mine. Um, that it was just so tense, wasn't it? Um, as soon as he takes him, well, all of it really in the high rise buildings, and then pulling yeah. him down into. the um, into the, that basement, um, yeah, just from start to finish, in the way that he thinks he's going to be saved, he's obviously taken down by one of the the IRA members to begin with, and then these undercover guys come in. He thinks he's going to be saved by them. He doesn't get shot by the lad, and then this IRM, this undercover guy that's supposed to be on his side goes and gets him in a throat <laughs> lock hold and he's sort of suffocating him, choking to death. Yeah. And this, yeah. this this young lad that has just tried so hard, not well, not tried so hard, just couldn't bring himself to do it, mm-hmm. all the way through the film when he had so many ample opportunities to pull the trigger, he couldn't do it. And he, what does he do? He pulls the trigger on the guy, the guy to, to save probably his worst enemy. In quotation yeah. marks, it was. I, I just, I, I thought it was, and then the other guy, his commanding officer, comes in and doesn't realise it's a kid, and and yeah. that, that shout of the word no, mm. just yeah. as it happens. Yeah, it was a, it was yeah. a powerful moment, wasn't it? It was. Uh, like you say, Pepster, he, he had, a, he had a chance within the first, in that first chase scene, didn't he? Yeah. Um, the, the film could have been over after ten minutes. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he, he comes face to face with him running through that house, and he cut, and he can't do it. Yeah. Um, cheers, Barry. Yeah. Cheers, <laughs> cheers Barry. Um, but, but yeah, I agree with you. Say to him about. Um, no, go on, go on. I was just saying, the survivalist did say to him at that point. He said, "Why didn't you shoot him?" So maybe now, looking back at it, he's, he's probably because he he doesn't want to. He's probably missing on purpose. Maybe. Yeah. Because he's, yeah. he's not got the heart for it, has he? Yeah. But, that's clear, but he's, he's, he's just not got the heart for it. Even when he's on the front line, right? The first time you see him, he's just blank. Everyone else is screaming and shouting at Jack O'Connell and the rest of the boys, and he's just standing there, not saying anything, and say a word, does he? So, I've got to say, I did not particularly like that, that character. Did you not? One bit, no. <laughs> well, the, the other one? Uh, yeah. What, why, I think what? it was just the just the constant silence and no emotion. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just you want to give him. Yeah, I find it very confusing to be honest. That's what makes him. Literally, face like a slapped ass. But he was. He was that sort of um, mercurial character that's just lost, isn't he? Yeah. I guess he yeah. was. Yeah. A bit and, and, and I liked it. I liked it because he was like he was trying to keep up 
yeah, an errand boy face for the IRA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But I, I, I do agree with Pep, and I'd also say that I did feel a bit sorry for him, um, just because you just could tell he didn't, he didn't want to do it, and and, and you, but he knew that obviously if he refuses to do what these older lads are saying, he's probably going to be six foot well, under. Yeah, six foot under. Yeah, because yeah. because of everything he knows, they can't <laughs> just let him let him go. Um, but you see in those scenes where he's at home, you know, chatting to his sister at the dining room table. Yeah. He just feels a lot more relaxed, and um, they're the only times you actually see him speak. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I'd agree with you, Pep. Yeah, I did feel a bit sorry for him. Oh yeah, I thought just going back to uh, Pep, the points you make there about you know the whole you know in one of the the, the first bits when they get to to Belfast and uh, the the devised flats were were, were landmarked as a no go zone. Mm. Yeah, and then, yeah. you know, ironically, that's where the chap he's late, his life saved. But like, aside of the um, the violence, it, it had. I thought it was it was they kept it quite hearty, and I say that in the way that you know you've got a a, a British soldier found in the street, well in deep into Catholic territory, and he's been pulled up by a father and daughter combo. And then treated, you know. Mm. And it, it, there was the small moments throughout, like you were referring to at the start. You know, the lady on the street that's you know dispersing everybody. It, yeah, it was clever the way they brought back moments to it of peace. Yeah, you know, yeah. is about trouble. Mm. It was, there was a few clever moments where I thought, you know, it, the chances of that happening in 1970 and 1980 are probably slim and none. But the fact that it, it has been shown in the film is, uh, I mm. thought they were pretty clever actually yeah and there were mm. people out there who were just regular just, folk yeah. who w wanted to do right and yeah probably just wanted to get up go to work and not have you know uh armor yeah. patrol bombs fire bombs car bombs you know relentlessly through the night yeah, yeah. and they showed yeah, and they showed them. yeah you're right because and the, even just those shots at the beginning as they're turning up you know like i said these streets that have clearly seen a lot of yeah. a lot of action already you've got you've got Mothers just walking along. You've got kids playing football. Yeah, people just having to go about their daily lives um, mm. in the midst of this chaos, and because it's all they can do, just got to get on with it. So to I think say, um, apparently, mm. um, the British Army um, used that tower block, Bell's Flats, as like a, a looking tower, yeah. and they used like the, the top two floors just to, to spy Keep on, a spy on either side of Belfast. Yeah, oh, really? Really? Right. Yeah. yeah, I think that's brilliant. Um, yeah. So, the, another thing Greggy was saying then about because obviously, like, when they mentioned the flats, you kind of think, "Well, we're going to end up there, aren't we?" <laughs> yeah. They like really slow zoom into the flat. They didn't just yeah. say it. Style zone. It was like proper zoom in for right. Well, that's where we're going to end. This film's going to end. Yeah. Um, but, that's a, that's a, that's a, a typical uh, Woody Telegraph situation. Yeah. The foreshadowing. Yeah, it's a, yeah foreshadowing. You, you see it. It's like right. That's where the end of this film is. I don't know who's gonna die, but someone's gonna die. I just um, love this. I just love this run, running commentary you have in your head through these films, where you you spot spot some foreshadowing like that, and just be like, right, well, that's where we're gonna be then. <laughs> I just put a little bookmark on it, and we'll come back to it. Yeah. But um, the, the point I was gonna make about the chap who took him in, the, the father and the daughter who took Jack O'Connell in to the flats, is another little side story. But what what? The film did well, the balance between... Because there's a lot going on, there's a lot of characters. 
Yeah. They, they do quite well to actually make you interested in in every story mm. or every storyline. Because mm. sometimes um, you're just not bothered about some of the... Like, there's, there's no depth to the characters. You're just not arsed. You just want to get back to the action and the guns and all that sort of stuff. Mm. But um, even... Was it Eamon, I think, it was the guy who took him in? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Repairing his wounds. He was another interesting character because mm. he, he was bending over backwards for anyone that opened the door. That He, he wasn't... He was uh, working for everyone. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It seemed. There's another really confusing one, but mm. a character where you thought... God, he, he's obviously got some backstory and he's got some history. He's been working with all uh, yeah. sections of the IRA and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, well, say, like, that. like Greggy said, there's little little moments throughout the film where mm-hmm. just just in a good way. So, I'd ask you yeah. question. You're asking questions of it, but you wanted to sort of find out more at the same time. I thought that he did that quite well throughout. Yeah, he he. That's true, and um, he was a really interesting character, wasn't he? Because of that little uh, that little speech he gave whilst tending to to Jack yeah. O'Connell, you know, sort of said, "Yeah, I, I was a medic, army and, eh, medic in the army for twenty years." Um, yeah, and you and you just sort of said, "They really couldn't care less about you. You are just a piece of meat to them." Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> what was and his so, actual um, line? Yeah. <laughs> You're a silly cunt. He's a yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> He had a little daddy's rant, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> is it is that posh cunts getting yeah. poor cunts to shoot? No, uh, yeah. yeah, other way really? around. Yeah. Po- po- posh, posh cunts that get stupid cunts to shoot poor cunts, wasn't that, wasn't yeah. that it? Yeah. Ah, right. yeah. yeah. That was very, it was very clever. It was That's very good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I um, agree with your point there, Woody, uh, on the on the, all the, the different characters and storylines also bringing something in and being interesting. Uh, which I think is interesting because um, I, I looked at a few reviews on on Letterboxd, and there there were a few, quite a few people criticising that that aspect of it, um, and they thought well they because it got a bit too confusing. No, they thought they they just thought that they didn't add um, mm. in, interest. They they thought they those parts were just really slow, and they thought the action sequence, the actual parts were done really well, but then it but the slow parts. Oh, I dis- well, disagree with that because even because even the bits that weren't. You know, action. They were, they were, they were tense, weren't they? I mean, because I thought so. Because, because even when he gets taken in by those, by the father and daughter, okay, he might be safe for a very short period, but you, you're not, you're not relaxing. You're not thinking, oh, you know, he's fine now, because you, you still know at this point you've got two groups looking for him. Um, he's almost got a bounty on his head, hasn't he? And mm. I, I, I would, I would never say any part of this film felt slow to me. I thought. That I thought for me it was all it was all paced really well and it actually flowed really really well. Yeah, I would agree. So, so I strongly disagree with those critics. <laughs> <laughs> I did I also see just, just speaking of letter, <laughs> speaking, oh, of <laughs> speaking of letterbox, I, I did click on one that said um, it was actually from a guy who lived in Belfast in 1971. I saw he that. Said, he said that nothing that happened in the film was far fetched or um, really? exaggerated. Um, and I think that's the point we made sort of at the start about the violence and um, just sometimes it was just so, it, it just felt so unnecessary. But <clears throat> he said that um, it, it was not unrealistic at all. Uh, so yeah. I think that, right. that's, that's got, you've got, you got to give the film credit for that. Mm. And I think yeah, if he's saying that, yeah. 
And it sort of goes against. If he's saying it, that very reliable source of the <laughs> yeah. user on Letterboxd, yeah. <laughs> he, he, no, he, lived on, he lived on the street. His mum was yeah. out banging a bin. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, it, it's, just, it's just, when you hear something like that, no, no, I'd rather have a film like 71 than something that's just completely, a war film that's completely unrealistic and everyone's yeah. just getting popped left, right and centre. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. Some some yeah. people just like the violence of Jack, don't they? Like they're going in there, um, mm, expecting mm. a war film, and they're expecting just the the blood and the guts on the battlefield. But like Greggy said, right at the top, it's maybe it's not always. Maybe, it's not always about that though, because you know, I mean, you, you yourself uh, had a, a similar criticism of of a, a section in 1917. Um, mm. You know, when he when he's with that French woman. Oh Christ! Yeah, but, but but you see that now for me that added nothing to the story. Yeah, you know, so I think that's, yeah. I think that's what these people yeah. are saying, really. Oh yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I understand that. So yeah, but that's an interesting that, point. That, yeah. but I, the thing is that that was that just fell out of place for throughout the rest of the film because mm. it's almost it's one shot, isn't it? Nineteen seventeen, pretty give or take. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're trying to obviously they, they do many takes, but they're, they're they try to make it camera. seem like it was. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you say that seventy one was. Was it in a whole night? Would you say it was one night? I wasn't sure. I, th- I think it is, but I, it, yeah. I wasn't sure at, at, oh, at one point. It seemed like it seems like there the... was another day at one point, but then I don't think there was. Well, I don't know if it, when he was in the shit house and then he woke up and. Yeah, I wasn't sure if like a day had passed. Or a day had passed, or yeah. I mean, I'm yeah, surprised something come knocking on, wanting to drop the kids. Maybe it's over <laughs> two or three <laughs> days. Yeah, I thought. I got the impression it was like an early morning inspection. Yeah. On the on the on his. Todd all day uh, overnight in the John, and then yeah, ultimately spends a, another night in the uh, in the flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's say it's two nights. Yeah, so, um, I can't remember my original point now, Richie. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, well yeah. So in nineteen seventeen, the scene with the French lady, mm. bit Bon George and Appel, that just came out of nowhere and really slowed it all down. Because then after that, he, he goes back onto the battlefield. Yeah. Whereas, no, no. Yeah. Whereas right. with this, there's so many different subplots and people conspiring against each other, but each one is intriguing in it in its own right. That's yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with that because I I felt the same with that 1917 scene. I I also think it added nothing, and it actually was the weakest aspect of that film. Um, but perhaps, yeah, I see what you mean, Richie. Like that's that's what they're getting at. That's that, but yeah, I'm 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 completely in agreement with Woody because it's it's totally different. Um, I thought I thought, I thought it was a good balance between the yeah the, I the action scenes and then because the you can't just you well can't. that was that was actually what I what I uh, one of the reviews said I saw it just said uh, great action scene slow bit great action scene slow bit great act. that's what that's what the review said mm. bollocks <laughs> that's gammon here come on. Yeah. Nice, Jackie. Send, Are you fucking thinking of something? Like... You don't seem to like when people disagree with you. <laughs> Clark is dictatorship, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> no, but each to their own, obviously. But no, I, I just can't see how you can say action slow, action slow. Each to their own, but they're wrong. Yeah, each to their own, but they're wrong. <laughs> let, me, let me guess, very young. Imagine imagine 90 minutes of... Um, action non-stop I mean it wouldn't work as a film would it I've seen John Wick 
Yeah. No, I think go, go, picking up on that, it's it, it was what what that period of sixties to nineties is. It's sporadic trouble on yeah. catastrophic mm. scales. You know, there was mm. that's why they in, call it in that. Manchester, in Birmingham, in London. <laughs> mm. you know, it was. It wasn't just flat out. We're just going to blow rounds and rounds of ammunition mm. in the streets. That it, it wasn't that sort of war. Mm-hmm. What I think, just going back to probably what we talked, is is the way it was cleverly done in the respect that this film would have been very, very easy to just depict the IRA in one light and just that's true. Yeah. Stick, yeah. Them, stick them against the wall. And now that's up to people's opinions on how you, whatever that is, but it no. was very balanced. Yeah, it comes at it in a more human way. It was very balanced. Mm. And I think that's why it was very good because you you got to see both sides of it without there being the usual you know stigma of one side when you watch a war film yeah that's true them just being lamented whereas it was mm. you know it was clever it was clever yeah yeah mm-hmm. i agree okay well is that a good uh, good note to end that on or yeah. has no one got anything else they want to bring up very very measured very wow just one little time. You're usually thing. a bit more divisive, Ash. Ah, mate, I thought when I, when I saw this, I thought it could it could go one of two ways, mm. and it went the way that I hoped mm. it would. Yeah, it, it it left you going. You know, you can you can actually review it rather than just go. Oh, you know, that was shite because it was just you know <laughs> propaganda. The British just mowing whatever down, or the mm. the opposite side. Mm. Or it was actually you watch it and then you think about it and go. All right, there's probably aspects that were fairly true, aspects that were probably slightly far-fetched, but ultimately, <laughs> you know, like this chap has said, around the time, it's probably not far off the mark. Yeah. 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 Which is good, really, because it is. I thought it was, yeah, interesting. Mm. Yeah. Good point. I um, just didn't like the kid actor. I thought he was shit, but apart from that, <laughs> that's my divisive opinion. No, not the little, little kid, the other one that didn't speak, the mute. That Barry Keegan. Yeah, yeah but do you, think his, do you actually think of, do you mean the character or actually his performance? No, just his performance in it, but you know, you can see why it was done, like we've just discussed. Oh, okay. yeah. When I was watching it, I was not uh, a fan at all. Speak up for yourself, lad. <laughs> Come yeah. on, lad, fuck yeah, get some backbone. <laughs> Easy to say when you've got three leading members of the IRA demanding you give them What a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I just, one final thing then is, does anyone have any thoughts, and maybe you don't because it was over quite quickly this scene, but the end, the sort of debrief with the commanding officer-in-chief, um, they're in the room, aren't they? Um, Chris Harris and, and no Sean Harris, Chris Sean Harris and um, and Jack O'Connell, and it was just a little debrief, and he just basically said, "Look, best thing to do is put it all behind you. You're dismissed." And it's like, bloody hell! It's, <laughs> I wish it was that easy, mate. But I mean, I guess that was their mindset, there, wasn't it? Like that—that that is sort of what it has to come down to: the wars and these horrendous experiences that people go through um it's over after i mean this may have, like we said it was it one night or two nights whatever but it was all very fast he's gone through a lot in the space of two or three days and then it's like right um well, you're lucky think, to be you're lucky yeah. to be alive move on um 
that was it. And he just, and I quite like that long shot of him just walking away. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's, that's probably always been the case in, in yeah, that's, war. Um, that's, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It's, and I think it's something that is shown quite often. Um, but it, you, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean post traumatic stress disorder is something that is, is, yeah. uh, widely used mostly for um mm. war uh pe- people that, that that suffered in war mm-hmm. um yep so I'm, I'm glad you uh you brought that scene up clock actually because although i just gave a very very measured response <laughs> that part that part was and i will contradict contradict what i said was probably something that was a little bit on the fence for me. Yeah, I, I agree. It it probably on the face of it, you go, oh, well, you know, with what happened, sweep over it, on we go, lads. You know, you're dismissed. Get yourself recovered. But actually, what happened was, well, what was a failed mass cover up, mm-hmm. yeah. and probably to people that have been in positions in, I don't know, the military would have probably examples where that's not the first time that that may have happened. Yeah, I think yeah, that, yeah. I thought that scene was a little bit dodgy. I must okay. say, I thought it was yeah. particularly dodgy actually. Mm, oh, right. sorry, I'm, I'm not sure what you, what you, what you mean. Well, it's almost like, you know, there's, we're not going to learn from it. Off you go. It never happened rather than, you yeah. know, right. Okay. Well, we've had a mass botched attempt of, you know, what are we going to do differently? Feeding bombs to one side and we've been caught out and then we've tried to cold blood kill one of our own. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, thought, I think that's the point though, isn't it? I thought okay. it was a little bit... Okay, sorry. Know, I thought was... I thought, I thought that, that was what you were saying. Yeah, I do agree with that. Yeah, um, it I, think it was a bit, I think that was a bit heavy-handed and yeah, that was more a bit, too, a bit too much of the agenda being shoved in there a little bit. Yeah. Um, well, the, the, the champ was the... The highest ranking, whoever he was, the guy hmm. who sat down, did say, "He said, oh, this is the army, son. You know, we, we look after our own here.'" Yeah, and it was almost like just brushing it under the carpet. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's just a cover up. Um, yeah. Ultimately, that that long walk down the the corridor, it just shows that no one's won, have they? Not no yeah. side has won at all. Very true. Mm-hmm. They are just covering it all up, just to save their own skin. More mm-hmm. than anything, mm-hmm. but it was. I, I think the problem is, is that it, it could have been a lot. It could have, the problem. I like that scene um, more than you two because I, the, the way it was filmed when it Jack O'Connell's outside and he was mm. hearing the, all, all the comments and then he had to walk in, stand to attention, all, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. He, he he tried to speak up for um, Armitage yeah. as the, the commanding officer. Um, who shot Paul Anderson? Mm-hmm. But he was just shut down straight away, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. You, you had two witnesses there, and, and, and just said, right, see you later. It didn't happen, did it, lads? Off you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just think it, it, it was it was heavy handed, Richie. Yeah, I think I think you're right there. Yeah. Um, just a bit. The agenda just came out a bit too much there, I think, for the yeah. film. It just sort of shoved it down your throat a bit when... mm. which which does kind of contradict how the rest of the film yeah. was as ash was just as Ash was ash mm. very neatly uh mm. wrapped up for us which kind of think that it just went about it wrong way i think 
Just a little bit. It would have been a lot more effective if... Well, I don't know how, but it, it could have been done a lot more effective, I think. Yeah. I think they've yeah. probably just gone about it in a We're very... reviewers, not filmmakers. In a, very, in a very military way, which mm. on the face of it is probably a very amped close to it. Mm-hmm. But for like us in the armchair, <laughs> you would, you would yeah. maybe question, but that's the whole point of it, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah, good point. Right, right. <laughs> that's got to be it now, then. Yeah, yeah I think that's yeah. it. Yeah, cool. Um, right, well, um, I guess we'll just move on to our favourite scenes then. Uh, everyone, has, has everyone, mm. everyone got theirs? I think Joe. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll start off and fire off with the um, the end, uh, not the end end, um, but when he um, when he's down in the basement and he. He's mm. got the um, the guy strangling him, and and just that whole that whole sort of movement, that whole scene, yeah. Um, from him getting down there to the lab being shot, I thought that was. I mean, don't get me wrong, there was loads of great scenes, but that for me was one of the one of my favourite, one of the best, I think. Okay, uh, well, I've yeah. got I've got mine. I would say is the a bit more at the beginning of the film is when um, the uh, the English are forming a peace wall uh, and. Mm that whole kind of sequence just kind of devolving into madness and uh, how quickly it escalates. Yeah. Know. Yeah. And, and ultimately with the, uh, the, the uh, shooting off of the main plot. Yeah. Cause it, cause it looks, it, it looks Sorry, like, uh, say again, Woody. That's my favorite as well. Look. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Microphone's just falling off. <laughs> yeah, Cause it sort of, it sort of caught you off guard because, the initial shots and the pans of the streets as they're sort of turning up, aside from a few kids playing football, it, it, it didn't seem like there was many people around. Yeah. And out of no, out of nowhere, playing football with people. a few piss-filled water balloons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those three, like one of the that lad mooning them. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like out of well, nowhere. that was you, Ash, for a second. Oh, you know, if it was me. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, too clean. Um, too clean, yeah. <laughs> um, but it did escalate fast, that scene, and it was really effective in the way it did it. But I'm actually going to go for um, the moment where he's on his own. He's he's just left that hideout where he was, where he's changed out of his, you know, full army gear, and he and he um, sees that young lad for the first time, and he sort of takes him under his wing and says. Right, come on, I'll get you back to your barracks. You haven't really got a choice, have you? You come in or not? So he follows him. Yes. And he just, yeah, I thought that. He really was a scene stealer. And they get to the pub and obviously we know how that transpires. But I'm going to choose the very start. So not how it ends, but just him meeting that young lad. Because um, it's quite tense because you didn't know whether to trust him. Like, oh, just follow me. Yeah, come on this way. Um, yeah, that's a and, as well. Actually. And obviously Jack mm-hmm. O'Connell... Jack O'Connell obviously felt the same because initially he just sort of looked at him and thought, well, not sure about that. And then, and then he says that line of, well, what else are you going to do? And he goes, oh, all right then. <laughs> um, yeah. Now you put it like that. <laughs> now, you, yeah, now you put it like that. So that's my favourite scene, yep. Good one. Uh, Ashwood? Um, for me, I, oh, I'm going to agree with, with Clarkie there. It was a toss-up between that and the scene where um, he's in the flats um, and he's been mended up and then, you know, sort of gets out as the IRA boys are, are rolling in. Um, yeah. yeah, I think as Clarkie summed up there, I think the way that's that's 
I assume it's probably it's probably quite well done in the fact that you know if you are a British soldier, well lost in Belfast, who do you want to probably run into? Yeah, probably that kid is probably <laughs> very high on, the, or you know, someone of that caliber is very high on the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they wouldn't have a clue what's happening, and would just say, "Yeah, come on, son." Yeah. yeah, followers will get the kettle on, sort of thing. You know, it was. Um, <laughs> yeah, I agree with Clark. Yeah, I thought it was well done. Yeah, yeah two pints, barman, two pints. <laughs> <laughs> Did he start with a swig of the Guinness as well? Yeah, <laughs> <That's> yeah. brilliant. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Chuck us a chuck us chuck us a packet of crisps. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, one moment, one moment that I want to bring up, um, just for how tense it was, is is in the sequence that you've you've brought up, Pep. Um, the final. And Ash there, when, you know, he leaves, he leaves the flat and he's making his escape, but then realises, oh Christ, these young lads have turned up. And, he's, and he opens that front door that oh, just yeah. happens, happens to be open. And he's stood there with his knife out and that young girl comes around the corner. <laughs> oh, that was so tense, that. Really well done, I thought. Yeah, um, I agree. Um, Woody, you said yours was the same, the, the Peace Wall one. Mm, no. Mm, oh. Was it you that said the one where, but basically when when you go out and make the line? Yeah, the yeah, the, the peace wall. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was your. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was having troubles with my mic. I couldn't really hear, but um, Sorry. yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, that's the one for me. It's a, it is a toss up one between the one that uh, Ash was saying as well. Cause yeah, they, they were a good one. one. Yeah, they were both both good. Yeah. Cool. Um, right. Well, uh, that's the end of uh, spoiler talk for seventy one now. So uh, I'll ask you please shut up about spoilers <laughs> from now on and uh, what are we going to rate this film out of 10 everyone for me it's it's going to be pretty high because I, I did think it was a brilliant brilliant film um, so I'm going to hit it with an 8.5 nice yeah. okay um, I'll go a bit I'll go a, a little bit below that Jack, I enjoyed it very much. I, I might, I could see it going up on a rewatch though, but um, for now, I think I'm landing on a seven point five out of ten. Cool, cool. I think I'll go with a nine wow. Ooh, out of ten. Yeah, cracky. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I thought it was a great film. Yeah, so nine out of ten for me. Cool. All right. I think I'd I'd give it uh, I'd give it an eight. I think. Nice, Solid. respectable. Yeah. What did you? <laughs> yeah. Um, I was I was thinking a bit lower than that before this conversation, but um, it has helped me out a bit. Mm. But um, not not as high as you boys. I think I hit it with with a seven. I think. Still yeah. pretty good. Still pretty good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good. Very good. Very yeah. good. <laughs> Very good, very good. Nice. Um, okay. Well, then I guess we'll just move on. Um, has anyone? The one thing I'd like to. The one thing I'd like to say about. Sorry, just the last comment is that um, one thing <laughs> that did uh, pique my interest when the title sequence was starting is that it was, it was pro- produced by Warp Films, which is a subsidiary of Warp Records, and. Um, it's like basically their production company that they've they've set up, um, and I think cause a lot of the time I talk about A twenty four films and how much I love yeah them. yeah um, Warp films have done This is England Kill List 
uh, a lot of Shea Meadows stuff. Oh. Uh, and there's some other really cool looking things on there that I've, I've never seen. Um, they also did Four, li- uh, four Lines and a few Chris Morris <laughs> oh, things yeah. as well. <laughs> Dead Man's Shoes, that sort of thing. So I think it's nice sometimes when you see something like I really like what records and favourite record yeah. labels. So when I saw that, I was thinking, oh, Christ, we're in, we're in for a good one here. Um, and also, um, screen, screen Yorkshire, they've done some belters. Um, mm. It pains me, to, pains me to say it as a Lancashire lad, but... Um, <laughs> Can you edit that bit out? What he just said there. That's <laughs> I'll just no, repl- no, no, I'll just uh, take where very... he said Lancashire and put it over the Yorkshire <laughs> bit. <laughs> no, no, it's very controversial. But uh, if you look at if you look at the films they've um, they've sort of helped uh, produce uh, down the years, they've, they've also had some crackers. So yeah, it's a good point, Woody. Warp Films, keep an eye out for them. And yeah. are they are they yeah. still making? I suppose these they... films brought uh, brought them down a bit in your mind now, though. <laughs> what me? What, Rich- yeah, you. Me, I, I enjoyed this film. I no, yeah, I but it's not. It's not the same caliber as uh, maybe some of the others. No, that are... it's, it's not. This is, it's, it's not. This is England. No, no, of course it's not. Uh, mm-hmm. And we also did eighty six, eighty eight, and ninety. And well, there you go. Virtue, and we did the virtues as well, which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Brilliant TV series from Shane, Mister Meadows. Um, <laughs> what are you saying then, Jack? Oh yeah, I was going to say what films because I'm looking now um, at the sort of filmography. Are they still active? Because I don't think they've released anything in a while, have they? Yeah, they did, they did The Virtues, which was last year. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. Oh, was that the TV show? Okay, yeah, right. Yeah, it was, it was a four-parter, uh, Channel 4, with Stephen Graham. Oh, with Stephen Graham, yeah. It was directed yeah, by Shane. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That was only last year. But I presume at the moment, obviously everything's suspended, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lights and stuff, so they've got nothing to do. Yeah, yeah. We'll be out of a job soon, lads. Correct. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think so. <laughs> Not if you've got fucking Tongan Tongan Ninja or whatever it is. <laughs> 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 All uh, right, let's move on. Uh, has anyone uh, watched anything recently that uh, they might want to bring up as uh, something mm. to recommend or maybe something to stay away from? Um, I tell you what I've been watching. It's not a film; it's a TV show. Oh, that's okay. Um, on, I think you boys would like it actually. Um, it's it's a drama. It's called The A Word on iPlayer on the BBC. I don't know if you've seen it. No. Um, basically, it's about it's 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 an uplifting film, uh, uplifting show. Sorry, not film. Um, they're in the third season now. Um, I think there's three series of it. It's about this family um of an autistic lad um and they are just getting to grips with oh yes i have seen this around yeah have you seen it i've not Um, seen it but i know what you mean now yeah they're just obviously getting to grips with how to deal with it and what to make of it and it's 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 a really uplifting uh tv show Uh, it's a little bit different to what i normally watch to be fair um but we have been watching with the parents and it's been yeah it's 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 got the humor in there it's funny it's got Christopher Eccleston in, um, oh, yeah. yeah, who plays a granddad. Um, but yeah, no, it, <laughs> you, you look a bit concerned about that. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean Christopher Eccleston, I always thought, think of as the Doctor or, or the first major Doctor yeah, Who yeah. that the sort yeah, yeah. we grew up with. Um, yeah, that, was, that was some time ago now, Joe. Well, Twenty yeah, years ago, Pat. Yeah, I know, I know. This is a flipping scary thing. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, pretty much almost twenty years ago. Yeah, what would it have been like two thousand and six or something? Yeah, five, six, yeah. I think something like that. 
Um, so no, uh, if you've got a sort of, I mean, obviously there's, I think there's six, six episodes in each series. So it's, you know, it's one that if you get hooked on the first one, um, we've been sort of watching one or two a night and it's, it, yeah, it's really uplifting, uplifting show. Mm. Uh, I watched the watch. first series of that. I watched the first series and didn't like it. Did you not? Mm. Oh, see, because I, we're just about to start the second fight, one. Fight, and we've, fight. We've, 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 we've really enjoyed it. Um, I think it's really, I think it's really good. Well, I've actually got something else that you like, and I've watched, and I don't like. Oh dear! Oh, Woody, oh. oh. we're not normally like this. We're normally quite on the same page with most things. I know, we're usually allies, aren't we? But I'm going to have to go against you here because <laughs> I go on. I watched Quiz finally. Ooh. Oh, did you? Um, oh yeah. And I listened back to what you and Jack were saying about it. Mm. And I've got to disagree with you entirely. I I did not like Quiz one bit. I, Ooh, okay. I thought it was absolutely awful. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, and it, do you know what? It, it's a massive shame because I really wanted to like it. Um, Michael Sheen was the absolute saving grace of it as Chris Tarrant. He, he closed your eyes and it's Chris Tarrant. You open your eyes, <laughs> Chris Tarrant. He, he, not only does he look like him, he, he's got he's got it nailed down, um, and he is. He goes under the radar, I think, because has anyone ever seen *The Damn United*? I mean, oh yeah, cracker, cracking film. Unbelievable, yeah. and it's, again, it's one of them where it's a transformation, um, and you can. You, it's like you're looking at him, but he's not done in this. Not it's in a different way to you know, like a, a Bale or an Oldman. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot more, it's a lot more subtle, I think, and it's a lot more craft mm. going into it, especially for a TV series. It must be difficult for a TV series in a film. Um, but he was brilliant, and he, he did nail it. But everyone else was was abysmal. I thought. The really? Yeah, oh, I dear. thought they were terrible. The performances, but across the board, were terrible. Um, ah. The script, the script. I, oh, God Almighty! <laughs> I it, the first episode. Awful, actually. They wouldn't stop bloody coughing. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I listened back to uh, the episode where Pepster was talking about it, and he said the first episode was the best, and then it gets sort of progressively worse. Well, I disagree. The first episode is the worst by a lot. Really? Long. And then I thought the last one was the best. Um, yeah. Oh, see, yeah, I, uh, yeah. The first one was that bad. Drama. The first one was that bad. I nearly turned it off halfway through. Oh my! Yeah, I bought a, oh, Michael Sheen was was keeping me in. I, was like, I, I, I wanted to to keep going because, um, like like you said, there are only forty minutes, so it's not too much of your time. Um, yeah. But oh, God, oh my Charles Ingram, um, what's he got? Is it Matthew McFadden who was yeah. Gareth Spooks, wasn't he? He yeah. was okay to be fair. He he was the next best. Um, yeah. His wife, Diana, I don't know what her name is. I actually agree with she, this. Yeah, she wasn't yeah. good. She's one of the worst actresses I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and she she must have got, the kids must have got it off her because her kids <laughs> were, well, they, yeah, they, basically had, they basically had three, three trees for kids, they're that wooden. <laughs> Absolutely shocking. Like the delivery of the, the lines was, oh, God. I was watching it with, with Grace and we were just laughing along. It was that bad. <laughs> it's a real shame. It's a real shame. And uh, sort of concluded that 
I'd much rather would have watched the Martin Bashir documentary. I think I think it was it the content yeah. and the story. It just needs to be done in a documentary. Style. Is that it's not is that available to, to watch parts. anywhere? Because I've looked for it, I can't find it. Um, I don't know. It's just because they were talking about it as, as the credit. Was it the yeah, yeah, yeah. For mm. Yeah, and and uh, you might be able to find it. Surely it'd be on YouTube or something. I don't know. So do, um, do you think? Do you think? Um, do you think they did cheat, Woody? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, but how much? How much of a part Charles Ingram knew about it? I don't know. But the, yeah. the mm. wife and Tequin Whittock, definitely, yes. There's definitely uh, some but collusion going on. They're still pleading their innocence, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. They want a retrial, yeah. don't they? Mm. Yeah. Ash, but, have you seen it? I was just going to say, I agree with Woody 100%. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, I, I oh, actually, I didn't watch the last one. It was that bad. I don't think I've ever seen anything that bad ever. Oh, it was <laughs> awful. You, you missed it. You're not seen the survivalist. Yeah, you're not seen oh, the man, I'm not watching that. <laughs> you missed a big musical number in the last episode, Greggy. Uh, oh, dear. I couldn't, I couldn't take uh, it yeah. anymore. Yeah. It was. The, last, the last scene. Uh, I, I, yeah. A head in hands moment. Of what <laughs> fuck is oh, wow. I might, have, no, to, I was, I might uh, have to tune into this just to see that. I, I thought it was absolutely that. dreadful. I really yeah. did. Yep. And I thought it was dreadful. Every single, apart from the two I mentioned, every single character was just fucking dreadful. Yeah. The ITV TV team of like, the TV executives <laughs> that are commissioning these films, uh, these TV shows, the fucking dialogue was just horrendous. <laughs> and you were like, this is. I don't know whether he's Scottish or Irish, the accent was all over the place. <laughs> his little grey haired mate with Permatan running round. Just like the most busiest people on earth, and we just made this hit show. It's like, oh, this is my, this is my baby. This is my baby. We can't have people cheating on my baby. Give us his walking up the stairs. And because sometimes another problem with it, I'm on a rant here. But another problem was that. Would he go off the fence? Will you? It didn't, yeah, it didn't <laughs> know what it wanted to be. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it didn't know what it, it didn't know whether we wanted to be a comedy or like a serious. Uh, yeah. expose on this, this couple um, it was unclear of, of a couple criminal masterminds or are we just idiots who've just bumbled the way into a scenario and the, the TV executive on ITV were trying to I think they were trying to go for like a W1A self satire piss yeah. thing right but it just, it just didn't work and they were making jokes of, of ITV and of, of themselves and it was just like it just—it was just so shallow, and it had nothing to it. And mm. I, I, I'm really disappointed. I really am. Um, in you, uh, Pep. It's disappointed in you. I know. Yeah, not, I'm more disappointed in Pep McLafferty than I am. In- Sorry. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, and then, then I've just just recommended the A word now. Oh yeah. Oh, like, no. You've already said you didn't like that. <laughs> I, I think I'm going downhill. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Greg, I'd, I'd avoid the A word if I were you. Because this is what happens. <laughs> this is what happens. You've been watching too much this year, Joe. That's what happens. Don't yeah. tell me about. It. Well, normally I don't really sit down to watch anything. I when I'm working. I, when I'm working, yeah, I, we don't. I, I very rarely just. I very rarely watch anything. And <laughs> now I've got all this time on my hands. I'm just watching yeah. shite. Watching shite. The trailers watching, did look great. The trailers did look good, and it, it's a it's a great story. It got a lot of bad reviews, I think. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, I don't think it was popular with. Um, oh, I didn't know that. I just think it's you know like we we're saying the other week about sort of true story films. 
sometimes it is, it's either just to be not done at all, which I don't think this is because I think there's a lot of depth to, to the actual scandal. Uh, yeah. But if you're going to do it, do it like a documentary style, I think, for this. Because I, I just find it a lot more appealing and interesting, mm-hmm. I think. Because mm-hmm. um, of the stuff now, like Richie said about them still uh, claiming they're innocent and all this sort of stuff. And sh- trying to catch up with them now, I think, where they are in 2020 will be a lot more interesting than... Mm, that's true. Michael Sheen doing an impression of Chris Tarrant. So, <laughs> yeah. That's fair enough. <laughs> very, very disappointing, boys, with that. Very good. Oh. Well, wow. Okay. <laughs> we um, get the stumps back up because. Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I've got I've got a couple of things I could rattle off um, quite quickly. I, I uh, keeping on the theme of Chris uh, Christopher Eccleston. I uh, I did I have started watching The Leftovers, um, which is a TV series that came out a while ago now. Um, I don't know if it's still going or not, actually. Um, no? Um, well, I've, I've heard a, a couple of people had uh, mentioned it, although now I can't remember whether they said they liked it or not. I know one person said they liked it. Um, but I have to say I'm not particularly enjoying it so far. Um, it's a story of um, uh, basically a kind of rapture type event just kind of happens. Um, a bunch, bunch of people disappear and uh the leftovers uh don't know don't know why it's um done by damon lindelof who uh was behind lost so it's all very similar to that in the mystery elements and you were you were a big lost fan weren't you i was uh, yeah i was a fan of, of lost it had its peaks and its troughs but uh overall i was i was a bit of a fan of it i definitely liked the ending of it a lot more than most people um However, with this, I'm, I'm, I think I'm not too, I'm getting a bit annoyed because it's just, it's kind of like, now that I've seen Lost, I don't really want to have to go through another six seasons of not knowing anything that's <laughs> going on until <laughs> the end. Until the last episode. And it's, it's kind of like that. It's just like, oh, this mysterious thing has happened. And now everyone in the show is going to act as mysteriously as possible for seemingly no reason. And I, and I, and I'm just, you know, every episode ends and I'm just like, well, I'm no closer to knowing anything, so great. Right. Uh, I hope it gets okay. better. I'm going to keep keep it going for a bit, at least. I hope it gets better. It might do. Um, okay. So we'll see. Um, and then I watched a couple of films, uh, a couple of oldies. Uh, yeah, I noticed this. You've been going back quite a few years, haven't you? Yeah. Um, well, I've had this this big Woody Allen box set that I just haven't really dug into for oh, ages. Okay. Um, so I watched one of those, um, one called Another Woman, which is not one that he starred in and is not a comedy, but it was very good uh, and very well written uh, drama. Uh, it almost just felt like a, a play, um, but it was very a very human story uh, about relationships and um, uh, uh, there's themes of, of, of people cheating on each other. In right. it. Uh, and it was very good and... and um, yeah, having really only seen a couple of his comedies, I didn't realize that he could he could do uh, the drama stuff so well. I know Woody's seen a few of his later uh, dramas, so uh, but I haven't seen those, and I would be looking to watch them at some point. But yeah, right, yeah, because I, I I know he's a huge name and stuff, but I'm really unfamiliar with his work. I'm, I'm not sure what I've seen um, of Is his, he, if uh, if anything. 
Is he, is he not cancelled now, Woody Allen? Yeah, I think that I happened think quite a while ago and people have just kind of accepted it as, yeah, he's cancelled, but let him, let him do his, his thing. Yeah, yeah we, we still want to see his film. He didn't do it. He didn't do anything technically illegal, so. Right, okay. That's fine. <laughs> we just, just keep watching him, man. Just married Is his he, daughter, that's it. Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> he, made, he, made, he made a film recently, uh, maybe last year or year before. Yeah, he's still, he's still making films. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it's like um, Timothy Chalamet's in it and someone else. Um, yeah. And I think it was meant to be released through Amazon Studios, but I think it was meant to be like in cinemas, not just on like Prime or something. And I can't remember what happened, but they cancelled its release. Uh, maybe maybe because of like fresh stories or allegations. I don't know. I don't know what, but so he took I think he sued I think he sued Amazon or tried to. I don't know what's happened or whether it's ongoing or what. But yeah, there's some controversy there because he has made a very recent one, but no one's seen it yet. Um but, <laughs> Well it'd be weird. So, I mean the, the the things that the things that were controversial about him were a long time ago. And yeah. everyone's watched a lot of his films since then, so I don't, that, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I think he was—I th- don't think he was like properly like cancelled or anything. I think he was blacklisted. Well, people—I think people just think he's a bit dodgy, and that's pretty yeah. much pretty much it. But he still makes so, films. So, so this, so this one that you watched—is it one of his very first films? Uh, I don't think it's one of his very first ones, but it's it's an earlier one. Um, okay. But no, yeah, it was mm. very good. Oh, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, has anyone else got any anything uh, they've watched recently? Ash, maybe you, you got anything you've watched? I've I've watched yeah. a fair bit recently, actually. I don't usually watch too much. Um, I've I've done a bit of film watching the last few weeks. So obviously, I watched Seventy One. I said Jack would I rewatch Shutter Island last week. The oh, first mm. time in a long great, time. Great film. Uh, excellent. Yeah, I couldn't remember it being quite as fucked as that, but it was really good. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I watched um, King's Speech. Um, oh, yeah. And then Hour again recently. But what? Sorry, what was the last one? Darkest Hour. Oh yeah. Um, oh, with Gary Oldman. Yeah, particularly good actually. Another another, you know, war related history one that was mm. good. Mm. Um, series wise, I'm oh I'm watching a oh it's a thriller boys. It's on uh, how the it's a drama on the Norwegian disco- on the Norwegians discovering oil in the North Sea. Um, <laughs> okay particularly interesting and then i've started watching white gold on netflix oh, oh yeah oh, yes i watched the and first series and uh, the two in between his boys yeah, yeah. Uh, is it all right it's an easy watch mate it's half an hour an episode yeah. it's just effing and jeffing it's, it's <laughs> very in between us esque <laughs> yeah, right i watched the first I, I think i watched the first series of it um and yes, it is an easy watch, but I don't. I don't think it was yeah. anything special in, in my. No, head. I've not. I've not. It's it's a bit like for me in between is or fresh meat or something. I'd stick on for half an hour mm. and sure. watch it with one ear, sort of thing. Sure. Um, but yeah. I did. I, I watched um, season two of Afterlife recently. Oh yeah. Oh um, yeah. What do you think what of that? What did you think? Yeah. What did you? Fantastic. Think? I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, am I the only I've one that's, am I the only person in the world that's got a differing opinion to that I, I just think it's it's so it's so light hearted but with light hearted really <laughs> well it's, it's quite it's, it's humorous but of a oh, very, it's, very okay, yeah, serious I matter isn't it yeah. it, it, it depicts sadness and yeah. something mm. that can make you laugh really well yeah. I think Okay. And it is. It is. Although, yeah, it's not quite. I wouldn't call it an easy watch. But again, it's 
I actually would call it an easy watch. Yeah, um, just because it's very deep, isn't it? But I thought, I, I thought it's really good. I mean, I don't particularly like. I didn't. I didn't like the first series. I don't particularly like the show, but I, I have watched all of it. So yeah, it's it's definitely an easy watch. I would say. Um, have you seen season two, Richie? Yeah. What did you think? Well, I I I think it was probably worse than the first series, but I I didn't really care for the first one either. Well, I agree. I, I oh, think cool. You're the only person I've heard I'm actually didn't like it as much as everyone everywhere I see is getting widespread praise. Yeah, that's what I keep seeing. Yeah, same. I've seen one bad review, but um, I enjoyed the first season mm. uh, more, more than you did. Um, I did enjoy the first season, and then this second one, I I just don't really think it was. It was well, first of all, he didn't need to do it. I think the, the storyline just isn't isn't interesting enough, really. Um, I think it's spread out over six episodes. The first three episodes are just him going through the motions, and it's very dull. Hardly a lot of it is ha- nonsense, isn't it? Well, yeah. hardly anything actually happens. And I mean, he'll do well to get a third season out of it. Yeah, he's confirmed. He's making one. Yeah, making he'll, one. he'll do well, though, won't he? I mean, it's. I know what you're saying. Mm. It's how far he's, do you take something made, like that? He's never made three seasons of anything before. No. And I don't know why he's chosen this out of all the stuff that he's made to, to do it with. It's, look, I, I understand, but I, I get the angle of loss and coming to terms with loss and, and something like that. Um, so I get the character's motivations to want to kill himself, to call everyone a cunt and to go through his life being this miserable person. Bastard. Yeah. But to do that over three seasons is stretching it to as far as it can go I think Um, and three episodes into season two it hadn't really moved on from the end of the first season I don't think and uh, I was really disappointed actually Um, I I felt it was it wasn't very inspired Um, and again is it part of the character and, and his his uh, rationale and his headspace. Yeah, I suppose it is, isn't it? But the character's just plodding along, isn't he? Andy's just plodding along and hated his life. Yeah. Andy, is that his name? That was the yeah, name of the character in Extras. So he named it the same thing. Oh, shit. No, he might. Sorry, you might be right. I might have got confused. <laughs> um, yeah, I might have got confused there. I think I see it might be Andy, actually. Anyway, um, yeah. I mean, for me, I just, I don't know, personally, I just don't think it's written well at all. I don't, I don't like the writing. I don't like the characters. Tony. Tony. Tony, that's it. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't like the characters. I don't like his character. I, th- I, I think he's, it's so overdone. It's, it's so over the top. And, you know, I actually just find it really annoying. Any other character tries to talk to him about, yeah. Any any problem that they've got, and he just starts whining about his fucking dead wife, and it's just like <laughs> fucking hell. Can someone else have a bit of grief? Yeah, please for a second. Yeah, I know. You mean. <laughs> I think this is the problem I've got with it, and I understand. Like, I kind of get where it's coming from in terms of the grief, like the grief aspect. Mm. I don't know personally, so I can't really relate to it. But I'm sure many people can relate to it. But um. I just find it really. I find it difficult for those reasons you've said, to for him to just wallow in his own self pity, but then sort of take it out on everyone and 
he could be the only person in the world that's allowed to to grieve. I, I don't know. I don't really get. I don't yeah. get it. Maybe. It's just it's just so outs outspoken about it that I think is a, a bit just a bit much. I just I don't think people are like that really. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah, it's interesting because yeah, sorry, to, sorry, to, sorry to shit all over that. Ash, but... <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, yeah. I know what you're getting because a lot of it is it's very sad at points. Mm. Yeah, but then there is points that are you know hysterical. It's I know what you mean. I thought it for me some of it felt like it was getting a he was getting a little bit more not being a twat and just moaning his ass off throughout it. But there is that you know if you start going that for another series. Well, the thing the thing I found strange about that is that his arc seemed to come all full all full circle. Uh, by the end of the first series, seemed like yeah. Yeah. seemed like it, it kind one. of his journey was completed and and that made sense as an ending. I'm and then surprised it just repeats itself. Kind of, yeah. Because um, it it had the perfect ending. I thought season one. Yeah, it's a one series show. It had the, it had the, it had the perfect ending. That's it now. It, I. I and I think, like I said before, it was stretched because we got three episodes in and we still hadn't got anywhere. Um, mm. So it, it's another one that I'm just a bit dumbfounded with because everyone, I can't find a, a bad review about it. I can't find anyone that's got a similar problem where we thought it was a bit of a struggle. And I did see something. It's terrible, but it's just, I, it's just very middle of the road, plodding I, along. I did come across one person on Twitter that seemed to hate it and hated the dialogue as well. But they just brought up one one particular thing, um, and it's it's quite astounding actually. They they brought up a scene in which Tony is imagining his his wife swimming in some lake or something, and yeah. it's clearly someone else's body with her face badly photoshopped on it. No, it's not. It's it's her. It's her. But he's filmed on an iPhone or something. No, but it, what? I sorry. Are you absolutely yeah, sure about it's that? It's her. Yeah, it he, seriously he, he, looks like a photo, a bad Photoshop job. It, it was her because the actress tweeted it, and there's a picture of of uh, someone else down that like, jetty. Why is she doing that? Such a creepy smile. <laughs> <laughs> but it did look weird, didn't it? Because yeah. I think because it was over, I uh, like overexposed on an iPhone. Right. Well, that like, yeah. It was like a head so so then was that supposed to be him watching a video because it was it seemed like it played out that's as all, more that's of a, all he does a memory two seasons richie yeah i know that videos. i know that but in that particular scene he was just walking he wasn't watching anything he was just walking along and and then he saw it oh, and he, he was walking past that lake and then it was almost like he just envisioned her there oh you just remembered it that's what it seemed like so i think it was just a, a bit of confusing framing going on there maybe um but yeah, yeah. The, the, no, the videos, it, the think, videos thing is too much for me as well. Ricky did have to go on Twitter to debunk that because apparently a lot of people were saying, <laughs> "Why be, why be CG to well, it, 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 it seriously looked looked so bad that it looked like a Photoshop job. So yeah. that's that's such a strange thing. Yeah, it did. It was it was a weird looking thing, hmm. but it's just the actress. Wow, <laughs> that's just how she looks. <laughs> Yeah, she looks. <laughs> I don't think she's a very good actress either. Personally, I don't. I quite like her. She's annoying. She's in Derek, wasn't she? She's the same yeah. one as in Derek. Yeah, I yeah. didn't like that either. 
Uh, right. Anything else, gents? Not from me, I'm afraid. Very, uh, very slim yeah. pickings this week from them. Jack, your uh, performance is, is very poor these last few weeks. Oh, yeah, I saw no, no, you was... playing tennis yesterday. Oh, did you see me? Yeah, I walked the dog yesterday. You played oh, tennis? Right. Well, I could see, yeah, you, I could see no. you social distancing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yes. Uh, very, it was very mind. well observed, I must say. It's it very civilised, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. No? It was yeah, well, 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 I walked past. Yeah, it was a nice day, wasn't it? And yeah, yeah only two of the six. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Only two of the six grass courts are open, but all the others are. And um, yeah, because golf clubs and tennis clubs are open again now. Yeah. Mm. Um, tennis, aren't you, aren't you both handling the same? Yeah, so there are certain rules like you're supposed to mark your ball, and then only that only the person who the balls belong to can serve technically. But we weren't doing that. Um, <laughs> so you and if it's done, comparison. well, I might have it. Then. And you've and, just uh, um, admitted to that on here. You submitted to no, a no, going no, on no, the internet. Flipping act, Jack. After we posted that on Twitter about staying alert and keeping <laughs> our distance and all that, you've yeah, just admitted. Through, no, but I read through living. Tennis clubs uh, email they sent through, and that Reliable ball source. thing wasn't. Yeah, well, no, they're they're laying out what you can and can't do, and that wasn't mentioned. So section section okay. B fifty six. So, section so where did you C. so where did you see the ball thing then? Uh, I think that's some advice from the LTA, but advice it is from the advice. government. So the LTA, <laughs> the Lawn Tennis Association, <laughs> and, uh, and, I, and I think I think I'm right in saying it is. It's encouraged and it is advised, but it's not—it's not actually a rule. Um, well, you oh, but anyway, no. If you could only serve your own bloody balls, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, but there is like a, four hours. But you can only—you uh, can only play for one hour because you know the the demand is like everyone wants to play, so you can't yeah, just. Yeah. Mm, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. I think I you can right, only I do saw, nine holes of golf as well. The same reason. I saw Andy had a round. Yeah. I saw Andy posted a uh, picture mate, on... But... My dad's played... He's played three times. Yeah. yeah. He played this be... morning. He says it's like, it's easy. Yeah, you yeah. Out, you play nine holes. You've got polystyrene in the um, hole, so... You don't have to touch the flag. Yeah. You don't have to... Yeah, you, you don't have to get in contact with anyone. You, you, yeah. you turn up two minutes before you tee off, and then you get straight off. Well, it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Yeah, it makes sense, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just good to get get out and isn't it and get some sport get some yeah. sport done but it'll still be ages before it's anything like normal but yeah no I'm glad I'm glad the tennis club have decided to open and it is nice um, where, where were you then were you just walking on the so I was in uh, Witchwood mate oh right yeah across the across the train track creeping through <laughs> yeah. I was, it, I was in the uh, large hedge <laughs> you were in a large hedge with binoculars yeah. <laughs> no I, I... I was over yeah, I was in your surprised. area yesterday as well. You guys. Were you? Yeah. 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 All right. What, what drove, for? Just drove down to see the family. All right. The social distance in there. Oh, you should, have, uh, you should have let us know. We could have had a socially distanced catch-up and chatting. Yeah, yeah it could have done. I was, doing, well, I was mainly catching up, <laughs> catching up with them, though. But, you know, bit of, <laughs> bit of, bit of time. Bit of, bit of, forget about them. Well... <laughs> You know, it's been a while. Speaks to us every week, but forget them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, at least, oh, at least it's good you can do that, though, eh? Yeah. 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 Mate, I tell you what, though, I um, I had to um, I had to drive up to 
Blackpool the other day to drop something off and I came back down um, near where the tram depot is um, mm. on the front, Clifton Drive. Jesus Christ. It's probably the busiest I've ever seen it. People. Really? They, they were queuing from, is it Stargate or... Stargate. Yeah, Stargate. Stargate. From Stargate back to the care home, you know, on Clifton Drive. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, about, Jesus. about a kilometre and a half back. It was unbelievable. Wow. Unbelievable. I've never seen a like that even in the art of summer. Mm. <laughs> that's, Jesus. That's, um, yeah, people are people are very confident. I've seen lots of pictures yeah. online. As long as mm. you're sticking apart, I mean. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. It's people are probably on the beach and on the sand dunes. That yeah, as long as you're you always going to be that. miles apart, aren't you? Yeah, but it's just quite surprising because it's you know you're used to seeing yeah it's just a shopping anywhere. site after after two months of uh, yeah ghost towns yeah hmm. was that the first time back in back in the files Richie it was yeah for well since lockdown yeah right and that, how are they doing they all right hmm. keeping well yeah yeah they're all good all good bit fed up of, of all this nonsense but uh, yeah. Mm. No. yeah as good as they can be yeah, yeah. that's good to hear. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, um, uh, if if that's about everything film-wise, kind of stopped talking about films there for a second. But um, yeah, I've got a few things. But I could yeah, have saved for another day. Up uh, to you. But, uh, one of them was Ashley Mark mentioned it then. Shutter Island. Because mm. um, mm. we were talking off obviously off air about uh, reviewing something and. Shutter Island was muted, so I thought, oh, maybe I should give it another try. Well, not another try, because I don't like it, but just give it another watch, because it's been absolutely... I can't remember the last time I saw it. Mm. Years mm. ago. Um, and mm. I got the DVD and got it out on a Friday night, and it's just, it's just brilliant. It's just absolutely brilliant. Um, I kind of forgot how good it was, to be honest. <laughs> I know I always liked it. it was. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it quite I mean? it, it, it shook me when I watched it. I thought, "Fucking hell, I can't remember it being that good." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, same because really I, mean, I, re- I remember seeing it in the cinema, but it, it was ten years ago, and I think yeah. I think this time around, I, I can just appreciate the, the direction and the characters and stuff. And, yeah. oh, I tell you, why, I, I had oh, some uh, I had some wild dreams after I watched that the other the other day. May <laughs> yeah. oh god, it's like yeah, I was. I woke myself up. I was like, "Christ alive, what's happening here?" <laughs> it was night bizarre. terrors. Oh, mate, honestly, I'm in, I can't remember the last time I dreamt, and that was it. I was shut Ryan, and I was all over. Uh, it's, it's a great film. I, I might, I might have to get it on now. Actually, yeah, I think I need to. It, 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 it is on Netflix. I've, I've got the DVD anyway. But Must Act is quite a good lockdown film, actually. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. I was thinking that as well because. Well, won't say it, but um, <laughs> yes, it's very good for lockdown. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> being stuck on an island, can't get off. <laughs> yeah, have you seen that one, Pep? I haven't. No, I'm going to add it to my Netflix viewing. Yeah. It's good. Scorsese can't go wrong. Yeah. Mm. Uh, what's yeah. I, what's um... again? Oh, go on. No, go on. I said what I've put on queued up on mine to watch again is the uh, Imitation Game. Oh, yeah. I, ah, I just watched for me, that for the first time the the other day. For me, I think that's that's really really good. Mm, yeah, right. Really, I'm I'm a big fan of that. I've not seen it. I think I've, I've seen, seen that one. 
Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, I watched it the other day, first time. Um, well, I think we watched it for um, on VE day. So, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, it was good. Did you like it? Yeah, yeah, I did like it. Uh, the only, the only, uh, well, probably the main issue I had with it was uh, just just that it, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch felt like he was just doing Sherlock again. Really. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw you wrote that. Yeah. Um, but no, apart from that, it was it was good and very very interesting story. Mm. Yeah, it's, that's it's another fantastic mental. history piece as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's, you can't really fathom it. You can't. No. It's insane. You can't comprehend it really at, at that time as well. Yeah, that's one. That's one I need to watch. Some brilliant people. Actually, what did you I think of the King's speech? It's on Prime, Jack. That's oh, on Prime, right? Yeah, what do you again, think man? of King's speech? What do you think of the King's uh, speech? Because you you mentioned it before. Yeah, I mean, I saw it probably oh, a couple of years ago now. I can't remember. And I remember watching it and thinking, "Oh, very good, very good." Yeah, I, <laughs> well done, I well wasn't. Done. I wasn't sold on it when I rewatched it. I thought. Oh it was really? I've, I've not. I've never seen it. I, I haven't seen, seen it either. It. Yeah. I've seen it once when it came out. So again, it's one of them. It's got, a, it's got a historic storyline that's well done, but. Um, mm. Yeah, slow burner. Yeah, I seem to remember it. Yeah, being a bit of a slow one, but I, I do. Yeah, I do like it. Yeah, perhaps worth a revisit then. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, I watched it on. I think not. Not yesterday. Last Sunday. Like, mm. Sunday watching. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I, wa- I wasn't jumping up and down about it this time. Okay, mm. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think what it is, I, I I did watch it sort of in and around Shutter Island and 71. There was quite right. a damn range of films I was watching at that time. <laughs> the, yeah, the, stand, the standard was yeah. set high. Yeah. <laughs> gotta, gotta get... Didn't follow on from Shutter <laughs> Island too well, but there we go. <laughs> yeah. Got to get Tongue and Ninja on there. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> hey, that's on YouTube, huh? Yeah. 80 minutes of gold. Enjoy it. <laughs> it's what, YouTube only? Yeah, YouTube. <laughs> no, Tepe's YouTube exclusive. Bargain bin in the Morris oh. Tesco. That's it. 2002. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh dear me. I tell you what, on the planner, I've got the um, the remake of the Italian Job with uh, Mark Wahlberg and. Um, oh dear. Oh God. David. <laughs> which I'm not going to watch because I want the original. That's the, yeah. Yeah. the original. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Mark Wahlberg. I didn't even know. I didn't Such know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought, and I decided against it. I'll find the original. <laughs> yeah. Right. Then. Um. Well, should we should we leave it there, lads, or what do we reckon? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I reckon so. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, few, I've, I have got a few other things, but we'll talk about them uh, next week, Richard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I think it's been a pretty good one. This one. Yes. Um, yeah. Very covered, good. Covered a lot of ground there. Uh, so I guess we'll just move on to say that uh, you can email us at filmnight at yahoo.co.uk if you want. Please follow us on Twitter at filmnight underscore and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or any of the podcast that you found us on. Thanks a lot for joining us for that, Ash. Um, cheers, Ash. Yeah, cheers, Ash. Cheers, Greg. Thank you, boys. Welcome back anytime. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to. That was brilliant. Yeah, it's been great to have you on. Um, and uh, cracking film you chose for us. So thanks for having yes. us. Yeah, cheers. Mm-hmm. No problem, boys. Cracking recommendation. All right. Yeah. 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 And it's 150. 150. <laughs> oh, my God. So, what are we going to yes. do, boys? <laughs> the pressure's yeah. on. We've got one week to figure it out. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to figure something, something decent out for that. 
Mm. Dr- drunk ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad idea. Um, but right, well, if uh, if no one's got anything else they'd like to say, nope, nope. Then nope. I guess then I guess I'll say it's goodbye from me. Bye from me. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Yeah, let me just, I'm going to make a bit of noise because I need to. Um, I need to. I need to put my iPad on charge. So give me a sec. Just mute yourself then. Yeah, you fucking stay. Mute yourself <laughs> while you did it. You tool. Oh shit! Sorry, I forgot I could mute. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, Clark. <laughs> Sorry, all this. You only made any noise anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, Christ. I've only used Zoom for the past two months. <laughs> <laughs> Twice a week for eight weeks. You still don't know how to use it. Oh, yeah.